Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Well, you wanted a bit of drama and I think you've got it. Well, Dave, we've got the drama and we've got another guest on, Mr. Asa Kate, and he's back from a block rocking beat. Asa, how are you doing? I'm all right, guys. How are you? Well, Asa, it's been tremendous. I've been absolutely <laughs> loving it. We're behind my pillow of absolute cringe. Let's start with the bombshell of tonight's episode of Michael and Amber, with a little bit of Joanna sprinkled in. Asa, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. Listen, guys, my day job, I like like, to negotiate with people. I talk to people day in, day out. I like to think I have a good grasp, a good empathy with people. I like to think that I can read people. Let me tell you now, I'm holding my hand up. I got it wrong with Amber. She is an absolute prick. (laughs) Get off the fence, man. (laughs) And I'll tell you this. If Amber's a prick, Amy is the whole fucking hedgehog. (laughs) No, 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 no. Amy or Anna? Anna, do you mean? Anna is what I mean. Oh, I have to record, I have to record that again. No, no. <laughs> oh, fucking chance. Uh, now, um, Dave, what did you think of that last night? Because obviously I've seen this sort of thing, but I've got to be honest, I think last night was the most intense and sort of book-clenching I've ever seen. Yep. Cheers for stealing my line there. Just as a <laughs> pre-show that we, I was about to drop there. Sorry. But, yeah, it was proper buttock-clenchingly uh, tense, wasn't it? But I, it, it kind of was and it wasn't because they'd left Michael to make that choice right at the end there. But I don't think anything we've seen in this last week, you know, and I go back to that prickly argument that Michael and, and Amber had where there was no real resolution and you could really see the difference in maturity between the two. And you had Michael almost being that kind of Curtis role where he's always being the one to make the apologies, even when he's not in the wrong. And so uh, we knew it was going to be, uh, he was going to go with Joanna and she does seem nice enough. You know, there's obviously a lot happening off camera as well. But yeah, when it hits and you get the queen of hypocrisy, you know, (laughs) you get Anna going like, what the fuck? And it's like, how could anyone do anything like this? I'm sat there like, I I don't have any pillows and I, you know, I don't really want to break my TV, but I felt like throwing some pillows at the TV, but I was like, fuck off. So yeah, that that was the drama for me, Anna's, uh, yeah, Anna's reaction just sat there with absolutely no sense of irony whatsoever yeah exactly (laughs) how can you sit there and say that surely you are not that blind to your own behavior uh well obviously i I don't think she was the only one but i I agree with both of you talk about wanting to go outside and and start smacking a punch bag i've sat there thinking does she actually fucking think no one's seen what she's done. She's yeah. there fucking waggling around with Ovi's cricket bat and fucking next <laughs> minute, she fucks Jordan off and he's absolutely gone. And, and he took it like an absolute gent. You can see he was angry, 
you can yeah. see, and he, and he isn't completely innocent. He did put yeah. it on Jordan a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was true to her. And I think Anna, fuck me, I have never seen someone. And and I tell you who else give one of the best looks I've ever seen, but I think she's a hypocrite. Maura as well. We'll get onto her in a second. But <laughs> Anna, when she goes tomorrow, we've only seen a preview at the end of tonight's show. And my God, is she there with Amber yet again causing shit. It's like, stay in your lane. You have just done the same thing to Jordan and you have no grounds to come at anybody. The only one who can back Amber up, I think, is probably Amy. And she's got enough problems on her hand anyway. <laughs> fair, play to, fair play to Jordan. I thought, he, I thought he took it well. I agree with Chris. He, you know, he's had his head turned a little bit as well. He's made his own moves. But he kind of, he stood there and took it. But have you ever seen anyone look so sheepish as Anna looked when she was delivering those lines? It was pathetic, wasn't it? She was staring at her feet and Absolutely. What did she say something like, um, I didn't think he liked me that much or something. Yeah. Fuck off. That never entered into your feet. That never entered into your mind at all. All you can think of is heading down to the green on a Sunday and having a game of cricket. <laughs> Hey, talk about me stealing some material. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's got so many. He's going to be polishing the old balls. <laughs> You'll get a sandpaper out, Dave, like the Australians. You'll be all right, I'm telling you. But uh, honestly. But, uh, sorry, sorry. I just, I'm going to throw this one in as well. What about Amber? Egg, egging Anna on as well. Yeah. When she, you know, before she got with Ovi properly. Yeah. No irony there. <laughs> this, this is this is kind of why I've changed my um, my opinion of Amber. We had a conversation the other day, Dave, about both Amber and Michael being very strong-headed people, and they had that argument. And we we, we were saying, you know, who's going to back down first? I, I don't think either of them is going to back down. And it, it it was Michael that that kind of backed down and tried to apologise, but blow me, Amber wouldn't let him. <laughs> He was trying to back down, and she was like, "Oh no, you're not backing down. No, no, I'm not accepting your apology." Yeah. So that was the start of the end for me. But I think we can we can not write a lot of it off. We can almost excuse some of what Amber is doing because she's so young. We've said that in the past, but she is that she's that ringleader for the bitchy behaviour. And she's, she's the one that starts it all. She's the one that gets everybody wound up. She's the one that starts with the snarky comments. But then it's, it's that Anna who just dives in afterwards and follows in with her and starts making, you know, bitchy comments herself. When really, you know, based on her behavior, she's got absolutely no place to do so. That is, and that is the worst for me. The absolute worst. Cannot stand yeah. it. It's, it's funny. So Curtis, when he was having a chat to Michael, um, and we'll have to get on to Curtis because I, I think we've seen maybe the game <laughs> face drop a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, but he was he was being honest with Michael and saying, you know, if you want if you want the truth, Amy is uh, Amber is going to be hurt. Christ, can they not have some different names in there rather than all start with A? <laughs> <laughs> so Amber is going to be hurt, and he said to her. It would have worked really well if she was about five years older. And I thought, crikey, that, that's exactly what, um, when we had Joe from I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend, 
she said, you know, she'd be a really good, you know, really nice person in about five years yeah. time. I think, I think as well, what's, what was even worse is the way she come in all smiling, <laughs> all docile, like, oh, here's my man. <laughs> and then Michael's fucking bottle went completely, his ass fell out and he just stood there like, oh, fuck, but, here we go. For, for, I mean, we, we, we're probably launching a few missiles over to the girls there, but I mean, what I would say with Amber, when she's been in that Casa Ramor, she's not really done anything, has she? she no, she's been, no. you know, she That's hasn't true. entertained getting with the boys or, or anything like that. So I, I don't think she's done anything wrong there. I think the cracks and the reasons that it won't work are all really more to do with what we saw with those various arguments between the two. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, look, I'm not completely exonerating Michael because what I think he should have done, and I said this yesterday, was he should have said to this Joanna, I'm not going to do anything. I really want to take it through with you. I need to speak to Amber. And he thought, fuck that, hold my beer, let's just dive in there anyway. And just put, <laughs> took a chance. Now, I know it's dog eat dog, but he has been, revealed himself as a game player. So he doesn't get away at all scot-free. Yeah. I am more concerned, not with Amber. As far as I'm concerned, I'll be honest with you, you were completely right about the way she reacts and the childish nature of her. She can react however the fuck she wants until she calms down tonight for me. If she wants to have a go at him, throw a drink in, whatever, I think... Yeah. Pretty much, she's well within her rights. But if that fucking yeah. Anna gets up and starts giving it some, then she is gone. You so you can mean? see, you can see from the the preview that we just saw that obviously that that does happen tonight. Am, Amber's going to go after him, and Anna's Anna's going to back her up because they're mates. All right, fair enough. You've just said that Michael's game playing, and I'm not sure that he is game playing. I think he's just realised that he's been settling rather than going for somebody that he's more compatible with. Yeah. So I, I can't really, really criticise Michael for that. At the end of the day, that's what they're all in there for. But if I was, if I was Michael and I was in there tonight uh, and all that had just gone on, I would be saying, right, Amber, if you want to have a sensible conversation, me and you will go and sit over there in the corner and we'll square it all away and I'll tell you exactly how I've got to this decision. But if you and Anna want to stand there and just ball at me, and play up to the cameras, then forget it. I'm not interested. I'd be trying to break into the fucking hideaway. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, it looks as though he reacts badly tonight. Yeah. So so I think, you know, Michael, you know, even when we go back to that first kiss between Michael and Amber, and he made his move, and he, he just wasn't sure, and she said she had coke breath, so, you know, she, she went off. I do get the sense she does play everything close to her chest. And so I think Michael just needs that that reassurance coming back at him. And that's, again, that's why, you know, for me, it's it's just not going to work. I, when they were being all sweetness and light, I thought they yeah. are definitely the strongest couple in there. She, to be honest with you, yeah, she plays it close to her chest, but she's no Yuanda, is she? She wasn't a closed book. Michael does pick him, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> she, she was absolutely more of a poker player, wasn't she, um, than Amber was. But I think tomorrow night, it's going to be Anna first. I think Anna's going to be the tip of the spear. She's going to go in, and then Amber's going to be just stewing initially, and then she's going to launch into him after. I'll tell you now, if that happens on the next show, 
I'm going to be putting my foot through the TV. Well, I've got two phones, actually. I've got two, a work phone and my own one, and I'm definitely voting Anna off. And <laughs> <So, laughs> my iPad, and my iMac, and my computer. The game, Sam's doing it, Jordan's doing it. We're all voting that horrible girl off. Now, Because let let's be honest, Ovi's not particularly entertaining, is he? No. Oh, God. Well, you know, I'm not going to be one of these today. So I, I was waiting for a, a basketball analogy. That's when, what I was uh, going to do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's telling Jordan, well, the layup yeah. was there. I thought, do we go for a three-point or do we go for a two? And ended up with a backcourt foul. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. But let's talk about the man of the moment, the cringe fest, the absolute muppet Dave alluded to before. Curtis, my friend, have Guys. you... Not- Gone completely. Let me just say, Curtis, when you say to everybody, you are 100% sure you're going for for Amy, let me tell you now, nobody believes 100%. (laughs) You you can't have a face like you go into the stocks. (laughs) (laughs) I am am 100% picking Amy, even though a few hours ago I was picking Jordan. (laughs) <laughs> so when I say 100%, what I mean is, yeah, I've been pied off, I've got my tail between my legs, and I definitely want to go back to the girl that I was with before. Yeah, so, a- uh, He was surprisingly candid, don't you, don't you think, though, about talking about how he's been lying to everyone and Amy, you know, because th- that's going to get back to her. And <laughs> then we saw in the preview for tomorrow... I mean, whew, she's going to go for him. She had the proper Doc Cotton face on, didn't she? She's like, oh, I was coming here to tell you I loved you. Her accent has definitely just gone up a notch when she's angry. Yeah. But, but Curtis you absolutely took a sawn-off shotgun to both feet. Having said that, I think he's clever enough to realise that if he hadn't, then the girls would have gone straight in there. Yeah, you are right. But I've got to say, Maura, who basically is the old try before you buy, she come in with Marvin from nowhere, <laughs> or Marlon, whatever he's called, from nowhere. He was featured in two scenes and she binned off Denon. So he, he's gone. He's another one bites the dust. We should have had them big fingers like Gladiators years ago, the old John Fashion, who, oh, God, you know, it's ridiculous. It's just like... Fuck and she just it's like, like, I feel like I'm playing two lads off, off against each other and I don't like it. Yeah, that's because that's what you're fucking doing. <laughs> <laughs> what about the bitch face you showed to Curtis? And it's like, hang on. Come on, nobody here should be able to, to give it. As much as I don't like Curtis at all, you had her there, you had Jordan who'd pied him off. She was like, oh my God. It was like the Les Dawson stuff from years ago. You know, it's ridiculous over the, over the side, you know. <laughs> Do you not think though? I mean, Curtis, for all his great advice, clearly cannot read women because he's going on, you know, he's really put, as he puts it, putting his gut on the table, which I don't think he should take too many, uh, uh, too much of Tommy's vocabulary with him in these oh. talks. But she's 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 trying to be tactful and basically say, look, you know, you've got no chance. But it's like in Dumb and Dumber, isn't it? Where uh, she tells him, you know, that <laughs> there's not a chance. And it, he's like, what are we talking about? You know, like one in a hundred? And she says, no, I'm more like one in a million. And he's like, so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, just drop it. It was very clear that Jordan wasn't interested. Yeah. It was awful TV. He's all to watch, wasn't it? Because he got his comeuppance uh, and it was like, just 
I don't, I don't get the dynamic. I just think it's total bullshit. I've said it, I've called him out all week. Absolute 101 bullshit from China. So as far as I'm concerned, he deserves everything he gets tonight. And I can't wait for him to go, what it was, was I'd seen Jordan and we weren't there and I decided that I wanted to try it with someone else. But you are the love of my life, Amy. I think you can still have been improving on that impression, Dave. You've been practicing. <laughs> You've been practicing in your bedroom, haven't you? Yeah. So- <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say what I think about Curtis in a sec, but I mean, what do you think, Asa? Uh, I've said right from the start, you know, he, he's trying to be that that patriarchal figure in the house. I think he was keen to get into a a relationship early doors, and there, there would be that Jack and Danny um, couple from from the last series. You guys have mentioned it a, a ton of times. Gives out shit advice, in my opinion. He needs to. He needs to start giving himself some advice, and he needs to he needs to step away from from everybody else's business and start focusing on 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 what he's doing. And I think he's he's tried to play he's tried to play the game. I don't know if his head's been turned. I think he's just trying to be a bit more interesting, and it's backfired massively. I think he's going to get he's going to get crucified by Amy tonight, but I think she's soft enough to let him get away with it. And I think they'll just carry on bimbling through the rest of the series, if I'm honest. But they're certainly not the, the you know, they're not the star couple that they were right back at the beginning. I mean, what bastards the producers are as well, though, because when Curtis <laughs> is laying it on the line there, just before we cut to the break, you know, you can see Amy like, oh, yeah, I decided I really love him, you know, and it's like, oh, <sighs> dude. <laughs> yeah. But... I I can't help but feeling he's gone in there with the game plan. But I kind of think that we might have seen the real Curtis there. You know, and then that admission that he has been playing a game, you know, he has been a bit tactical. And, you know, he's kind of gone through his life just making the choices that he thinks everyone else thinks he should make. And so I, I'm intrigued about where it goes. And I, actually, I'd, I, I'll quite happily see the back of Amy, to be honest. She does my head in. But I wouldn't mind seeing Curtis with someone else. Regardless of how he dresses it up in tomorrow's episode when he's speaking to Amy, he has blatantly and openly admitted that he's been lying to himself about their relationship. Yeah, and that's going to be and, difficult. And he said in a separate comment... You know, there are things about Amy that I don't like. You know, the way that she's overly negative, the way, the way that, that she re- the way that she reacts to some things, the way that she doesn't have a penis. The, yeah, the way that she, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that as well. I don't, I don't actually, I don't actually Wait, remember him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I tell you what, I tell you what, I have noticed. How is it that there's two? How is it that there's two day beds outside, and yet Curtis and Tommy are still in the same bed? Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget Ellie Belly. Ellie Belly. Yeah. <laughs> now, now let's move on to that because I've got to give Mr. Horrocks full credit for this. I've watched it again, and you were absolutely on the money. Talk about fucking crocodile tears. Jesus Christ. How bad was that when she come in and she got the whole... Because Lucy was having none of it when Molly May come back and he realised Tommy had not got with someone. And Dave, you called it absolutely perfect, mate, because you said they were fake and you were totally right, mate. 
Yeah, I mean, when, when Lucy balls her eyes out, when we saw Yuande balling her eyes out, you know, they've got the old bloodshot red eyes. You can see the tears. And the, with Molly May, there was nothing. Her eyes were perfectly white. There was no tears there at all. And it's nothing to do with makeup. So I think, you know, I, I don't know if I think she's 100% false. But I, I just wasn't buying that at all. But, you know, just looking at Twitter, it's like, oh, I bawled my eyes out here. And, you know, mm. she'd set off all the girls and stuff. And so I, I'm not sure, though. I mean, I, I went to see Toy Story 4 yesterday and I cried and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have red eyes and you couldn't see tears rolling down my cheeks, but I was definitely crying. So inside. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah. Surrounded by surrounded by children which i guess you know you kind of expect that at toy story 4 but so yeah i don't know if i buy the um the physicalities of actually crying proper tears yes you could see that that lucy had had a proper ball but then that's a whole different story we'll probably come on to that in a minute but oh, i'll tell you um, what tommy think, tommy didn't like george did he when he was no he, no she oh, came no. in with him and i i, I, th- I, I think Sorry, Sorry Dave, just, just to go on one more bit on that, on, on Molly May. I don't know if you caught it or not in the, in the dialogue, but I think the reason that she, she was so tense and she'd built that up walking out, she mentioned that when she walked through the bedroom out onto the, by the pool where they were, yeah, yeah. she'd noticed that Ellie Belly was missing. So she thought walking through the bedroom that Tommy had jibbed her off because the, the, the toy had gone. And, and he's so got she, previous. So she, so Andy's got pretty well, yeah, pr- probably more so that. But obviously, that that would have been a you know a pretty big indicator. She's got the wrong end of the stick there because he's actually out there in the pit w- in his arms while he's yeah. waiting for her. So I think I think it was probably just a a release of of uh, of relief and emotion that that actually he hasn't he hasn't jibbed her off. So I, I can imagine that actually being quite a genuine reaction rather than crocodile tears. So that would be my take on it. Yep. <laughs> you I'm still not having it. I'm still not having it. But I, I can believe that there's a sense of relief. I just don't believe the crying. I did, but I wasn't like this. I agree. The reaction online was like, oh, I was in tears, blah, blah, blah. She hit the deck, so everyone's going to come round. A bit like what Curtis does when he runs to any bit of action or chat. And Caroline's there like, oh, my God, oh, I've given the gap mm. me. And Tommy's like, ah, you're going to have me. Initially, I sort of bought into it. And when the old cynical Mr. Horrocks got on the game, he was actually correct. He analysed it perfect. And I watched it again. I was like, yep, called it in one. I agree. I just, <laughs> I, I, like I say, I think there's something there. I do agree. Tommy's a top guy. I think Tommy's dragging them to the final, if I'm being honest. And that's the only reason they're going to win it at the moment, because they're the strongest ones after last night. Because... Curtis has fucked up strictly, and, and Michael's definitely not going to be the representative for the fire stations anytime soon. So um, I think there's going to be another twist before the end. I think there's going to be a big Tommy Lucy twist before the end. Oh, he's not done that. I agree. I, I still think she was crying because they, yeah. they, they were still together. I don't think she was crying yeah. because it was lovely. Clock that editing tonight. Tommy's, Tommy's spotted George, and he's not happy. I still say, just like Jim Bowen, she wants a dip of bread and tell him nothing. Let's go and see what you could have won. She definitely <laughs> wants a piece of it. <laughs> well, what do you guys reckon? I mean, Anton, he's, he's like a little boy, isn't he? He's like uh, in, his, in his 
coupling up speech there. He's saying, as the boys know, you know, I've never experienced a fight this physically. <laughs> it's like, look, Anton, she's wanked you off. We, we don't need to keep going over it. So, <laughs> but what do you two make of them, of them two? Because I, I, I just can't buy it myself. I think he's another one that's... He's another one that's desperate to stay in there and he's settling. I don't think they're particularly compatible. No. I, d- I do wonder how Anton copes with life, to be honest, because he just seems to, he's another one that shoots himself in the foot at every opportunity. He's one of, he's, uh, he's one of those guys, you know, probably out, out in public. He's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a fairly good looking guy and he's got a bit of the patter. He just needs to learn when to shut up. I, I, I have another slight. I agree with that. I have another slight way with it as well is because in his normal life and normal day to day, he's probably in the top 10% of good looking lads, the body, everything. So he's not competing at such a high level when he's out and about, but it's like a footballer when they move to a professional club and they get, <laughs> this is a great analogy, by the way. Fucking over analogy, yeah. And they start following the seagulls. No, no. So they start playing with people who are just as good as them. And then that's where the cream rises to the top. And I think that's where he struggled because he's up against lads and girls who are in that probably 5% in the country because they're on a different level. And I think that's where his looks, like you've mentioned before, Dave, his looks and that get him so far on a normal night out. Like you said, a few episodes ago about the nightclub scenario. And he probably does get a lot of attention. But when the reality is and you strip it down, there's not much behind the curtain. It's the old Wizard of Oz thing, Dave. Yeah. The cream rising to the top. Will you stop with the wanking analogies? <laughs> well, when Ace said about, what did you say? About uh, before, just, just, I was going to say he was shooting all over the sheets, but I couldn't yeah. <laughs> Shooting himself in the foot. That was it, yeah. All, all over the sheets. <laughs> he shot, shot himself in his pants. Right, so, <laughs> just before we go, Ace, predictions for tomorrow's show after the little preview where you think things are going to go so i think um i think tomorrow's show there's going to be a lot of focus on the um amber anna michael fallout from from tonight's show i think you might see a little bit of reaction from tommy um with regards to george walking in with lucy i think that um, that might that story might start developing um and I think you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of discussion and a lot of really heavy Cockney accent from Amy as she absolutely bollocks Curtis. She's Australian, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she's watching. Good day, she? Curtis. Good day, mate. You bastard. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. What about yourself, Mister Horrocks? Yeah, I mean, I, we've kind of avoided talking about Joanna, really. But, I mean, after all this blowout, you know, what does she do with herself? I mean, what, what do we expect? Do we expect the girls and who are, haven't been coupled up and boys who haven't been coupled up, do they just disappear off now? They're gone. They're gone. Okay, so they're gone. So, so it's more for me about how does Anna re- uh, how does Joanna react? But, yeah, I, I can see tonight Anna is going to be front and centre, spitting out her venom in every single direction and taking no prisoners at all. And Jordan's just going to be sat in the corner, chilled out as anything there, and just <laughs> looking at things pragmatically. Amy, I, I think you're right. I think she, she'll she be wounded by what Curtis has said. She'll get a lot off her chest. But I think 
she'll probably just still take him back. I just think it's going to be one of them tomorrow. It's an absolute shit show. And it's going to be almost like Endgame, where it's just going to be carnage everywhere. And I just think <laughs> we're just going to see a shit show of arguments. And hopefully I finally get my one wish of seeing somebody get a drink thrown at them. So... <laughs> <laughs> But we'll see. And I'm really, really excited. So if you want to get in contact with the show, and I want to say a big thank you to everybody who's been listening, praising, thanking us for what we do, loving what we're doing. A special shout out to two of our new listeners, Kimberly and Madison, who have been all over the Love Island cast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at the Love Island cast, we want to email the show. It's theloveislandcast at gmail.com. And Asa, Kate, and where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Twitter at Social Tornado. And you can find me all across the Northwest with AKA Noel Gallagher, the only tribute to the man himself that's been name checked by Noel. Cool stuff. Dave, anything else you want to say for everyone before we go? Uh, well, what I'd actually like to do is to hand over to George for some inspirational words for us. George? Well, thanks for that, you charismatic fucker. <laughs> right. So, no, Chris, nothing from us. So back to you. Okay, Asa, we'll see you soon, my friend, and everyone else will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.